Hey everyone, this is Sam with West Virginia Overtime, and I hadn't planned on doing um, a podcast here on Friday night. Uh, had no idea that I wanted to talk a little high school football, plus I wanted to talk about the Marshall game, wanted to talk about the WVU game, and so when I was uh, putting up scores on West Virginia Overtime, I thought, man, I need to do a podcast, I really need to touch base with you guys and find out what you're thinking. Um, I want to thank you guys for all of you tweeting us and writing us tonight. We got more scores tonight than we ever have in the last month and that's all because of you guys and I really 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 do appreciate that um so we've got a lot to to, more to talk about it's so hard to get on metro news or um to get on one of uh score stream or or one of those and hear that south harrison beat tigers valley uh 34 to 13 well that's great and all, but that doesn't really tell me anything. I love it when you guys write in and you tell me who scored and and who had what yards and what actually happened. So I was lucky tonight that some of you actually did that. And so we, we've got a couple things that we want to talk about. Marshall with the big win tonight and WVU facing Oklahoma tomorrow. So so we've we've got a lot to talk about. Let's start off in AAA. Um, a lot of people were saying that Salem, Virginia really had a chance of uh, beating Martinsburg, stopping Martinsburg's streak, and everybody was wrong. I mean, just everybody was totally wrong. Uh, from what I understand, there was more than 12,000 fans in Salem, Virginia for this game thinking that uh, Salem had what it took to stop Martinsburg. They're number one in uh, AAA for a reason. They've won 50 straight times. They Let me say that again. They have won 50 in a row. No one for eight games has scored in the first quarter against them and i mean they're just a powerhouse i listened to a little bit of the game if you go to west virginia overtime if you would have went there at 7 30 there was a link up um so that you could have heard the game i believe that they also had the option to stream that game so you could have heard some of it uh check west virginia overtime on friday nights uh we try to put up as many games as we can find that are streaming or that they're showing something on the rate or they're you'll hear something on the radio excuse me I want to make sure that if you guys want it, you can get it. And so that that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to bring you whatever it takes to to get you the answers you want or get you to see what you want. We're, we're trying. So uh, Martinsburg big, forty nine to fourteen over Salem, Virginia. Just just ran over them. As I talked earlier, I, I just have some quick scores as far as South Harrison. Uh, 
beat Tigers Valley, like I said, 34-13, Parkersburg South. Um, from listening to some of the students, they didn't say any players' names or didn't really say what was going on. But um, from listening to some of the students, I guess uh, Parkersburg South had a tougher time with Morgantown than what they actually thought that they were going to. I know some of the experts that I, I heard talking about, talking through the games on their different shows this week were picking Parkersburg South to kind of roll, and, and they did, and Parkersburg South beat Morgantown 35-28. to St. Mary's rolled all over uh, Magnolia 40-6, to and then in the battle of Hardy County, um, I really thought this one was going to be closer. If somebody would ask me to pick it, I would have said it would have been a little closer. There were no touchdowns scored. East Hardy beat Moorfield 14-3. to um, I was just a little shocked. I, I thought East Hardy would win, but I just thought it would be closer. I really did. Um, Kaiser, man... Kaiser's looking tough. I, I know that I picked Polka to, to win double A, and I'm not second-guessing that. Don't send the pain train after me. But I I really am thinking a little bit about Kaiser. They won 49 to nothing tonight. They are outscoring their opponents 400 points to seven. Um, from what I understand, they have a defense that just – just rocks and what I wonder because I haven't seen them play no one's streamed a game or no one's called a game so what I wonder about Kaiser is are they playing good competition and just destroying them or are they playing you know just average competition or a little below average competition and making it look good so um i i don't know yet about kaiser you guys write me and tell me what's going on up there uh tell me is kaiser the team to beat because uh matt cox uh is the one that talked about that score i, I quoted him on west virginia uh, overtime and he is picking them to win double and so i need you guys to to write in get on get on our board and talk to us a little bit about that about you know what's going on up there doddridge ran all over ravenswood 31 to nothing um doddridge they're tough um Got to see them a little bit. Uh, someone streamed a game. I think it was about three weeks ago, and and Doddridge looks a little tough. Uh, Fairmont Senior, the Polar Bears are seven and zero. Oh. Um, their fans are rocking it. They have uh, been sending all kinds of things into us. They have been telling us about the soccer team, about everyone. Fairmont Senior. 56 to nothing over Robert C. Bird and the polar bears uh, from the pictures they were showing and the tweets that they were sending out tonight, they were having a blast up there. Mingo got back on it. Uh, Mingo beat Scott uh, 52 to 7. Mingo's 5 and 2. Um, the Hatfield boys, uh, I guess, put on a show down there tonight. But, uh, 
Scott's having a little bit of a down year, but I guess Mingo got back on it. So the next game that I really want to talk about is Huntington and Capital. Huntington beats him 24 to 12. And I'm worried about Capital. I, I may do a show just about Capital uh, later on, maybe this week. I've been thinking about it. Uh, I thought that was going to be a little bit closer game from uh, reading some of the tweets that the Gazette was putting out. It didn't sound like it was that great of a game. And I want to know what's going on with Capital. Is Capital this week going to fall out of the top 16? Um are they going they were number 10 going into the game and i'm wondering if they're going to fall i i think that they'll be okay they might drop down to about 14 or 15 but i wonder if they're going to fall out of that top 16 is capital not going to make the playoffs this year um you capital fans write in and talk to us about that or uh since we're on anchor you can go to anchor uh dot fm and subscribe to the show and we have a voicemail message you can send me a voicemail talking about capital i i i worry about them i wonder what's going on is it because they don't have a field the, I, I see on facebook a lot of fans talking about that you know they're not getting the practice time in when they started this August, they were having to wait for UC to get off the field. They only had a certain time to be on there because the middle schools needed to come in and practice. And they were getting home late. They had to go to DuPont at one point. Like I said, I may do a show on it. But they were only getting sometimes an hour, hour and a half of practice time. Is that showing this year? Or is there something else going on up there? Do they have some unknown injuries that we don't know about? Um, are they getting down on themselves? What's going on? Somebody needs to talk to us. Tell us. We don't know unless you tell us. So somebody talk to me about Capital. Spring Valley. Man, they just rolled all over St. Albans 47 and nothing. They just really, really put it to them. Big upset. Go Bisons. Uh, Buffalo beating Tulsa. Tulsa was uh, ranked number 10 in single A. And Buffalo, I believe they were 22. And Buffalo had fell out of the playoffs. They were at 15 at one point and was barely hanging on. They fell out. Like I said, I think they're 22. Number 22, number 23. And uh, they... Uh, Pulled one out, uh, thirteen to six against Tulsa. Jackson England and Dalton Jones. They they both had touchdowns, and of course Cameron Lovejoy. He kicked the extra point, and it was thirteen to six. From everything that I was I've been reading on uh, Facebook, Park Michaels had had a game and a half, and so the Bison they came through with the upset. So let's see if they get back in the playoffs. Uh, if they can get back up in. in in the top 16 Bridgeport killed uh, Elkins 49 to 14 um, the next game uh, it was Winfield's homecoming and I saw all you experts out there picking Sissonville well Winfield showed you uh, from watching Winfield play polka uh, last week Winfield they're tough now 
they are tough. They've got uh, three guys. They got a triple threat. Uh, Nick Vance had two touchdowns. John Covert had three touchdowns, and Hunter Morris, their wide receiver, caught one. Um, they beat Sissonville thirty-four to twenty-one, and it was a good game. But Winfield is on a roll, and you might want to watch them. I'm not saying they're going to win the state championship or anything like that. I really, really don't think that they're ready to do that. But I think they're going to make some noise here at the end. Uh, maybe the first round of the playoffs, they shock somebody or, or they get in there. Coach Schneider is doing a really good job with them. And I'm not saying that Winfield's back or anything like that, but I think they have the opportunity to make some noise. Uh Riverside uh, beat South Charleston. That was a little bit of an upset for me. Uh, Riverside 37-33 over South Charleston. Really thought Trey Dunn would explode in this game, and and he he had a good game, but he he didn't do what I thought he would do, and so Riverside a little bit of an upset over South Charleston, a uh, little bit of a disappointment there. Musselman twenty six over Willing Park with twenty four uh, twenty six to twenty four. That was a close game. Uh, Dunlevy up there for Musselman, he uh, was nineteen for twenty five for two hundred eighty eight yards and uh, had two TDs. They're saying that he is underrated in the state of West Virginia with him being up there in Musselman, that he's not getting the coverage statewide that he should. And so um, hearing nice things about Dunlavey, so I'm looking forward to seeing Musselman. Uh, Berkeley Springs beating Hampshire uh, 40 to 12. It came out. Uh, this week about the Hampshire play, player being assaulted and everything, and, and we can talk about that later. I just wonder if if that team was a little distracted, uh, but Berkeley Springs beat them 40-12. to 12. Preston beat Washington 21-14, and then we had a big playoff move, big, big upset alert. Um Number 13, North Marion, beat number 8, Lewis County. So Lewis County's going to drop, and North Marion is is going to move up in AA. And we had that tie. I think there were three teams at number 13. And so North Marion decided, hey, we're going to break all that up. We don't want to be tied with anybody. We're, we're going up in the ratings. So North Marion beat Lewis County 41 to 20 and from what everybody was saying on Twitter they were looking good doing it so uh, you guys write me and tell me about that game because I don't know a whole lot about it and I haven't seen anybody write up anything in any of the papers or on any of the websites or anything so any North Marion fans out there uh, talk to me about what's going on uh, Parkersburg 42 to 28 over Hurricane. Uh, They really just took it to Hurricane. From what I understand, it was a very, very long game that Parkersburg's quarterback threw the ball like 66 times. And so that, that just wasn't really a game. Parkersburg took it to them. Wyoming East and man, I thought this was going to be the game of the week. 
I really did. I thought this was going to be a tough game and was kind of looking forward to it because Man was going into that game undefeated. Wyoming East had just lost to Shady Springs, one of their rivals, and I really thought that that was going to be an excellent game. From what everybody was writing, it was a very good game. Man beat them 30-22, to 22, but um, I, I was really disappointed from hearing all the Wyoming East fans. They've been saying that they've been wanting man for about three weeks now. I think they overlooked Shady Springs because they were looking towards man. Uh, the man and uh, Wyoming East fans were going back and forth pretty hard. And so man uh just upset them, uh, 30 to 22, and Mann is now 7 and 0. And then Lincoln beat Roan County. It was Roan County's um, homecoming, I believe, or senior night, and uh, Lincoln beat them 27-13. Every game that I have talked about has its own separate post on West Virginia Overtime on the Facebook page. If you go to West Virginia Overtime on the Facebook page, every one of those games has its own separate post. Get on there and comment. Tell me about your game. Tell me about the good players. Even if you lost, there was somebody playing good. Who do we need to know about? If you've got pictures, put up some pictures. I'll throw them on Instagram. And uh, we'll get you some recognition. Um, they sent me some excellent pictures earlier in the day um, Mount View played their last game at their home field they're getting a new field and um, they're shutting down the old field and so I put up some nice pictures on our Instagram account and as always you can always hit us up on, on Twitter but right now I kind of want to give you guys a break and you guys uh, chill out listen to an advertisement and just kind of take a breath let's talk about Marshall and WVU next Hey everybody, I wanted to tell you about Anchor. It's what I'm using to make this podcast. I use it not only because it's free, but because it's easy. I can record and broadcast anything and everything right from my phone, or I can use a computer. It allows me to edit things, and it has everything I need just in one place. And not only that, you can make money from your podcasts. But what you have to do is you've got to go download the free Anchor app. Go to anchor.fm just to get started. And then send me a link. I want to hear your podcast. Alright, we're back. Like I said, this is Sam with Western General Overtime. And I want to remind you guys who who... I put it up a little late, but tomorrow, if you're listening to this early enough, and I sure bet you are, um, the Cardinal Conference Volleyball Tournament is at Mingo Central starting at 10 a.m. on Saturday. Um, they are going to be playing all day. Uh, this is October 19th, so if you're not listening to this on Saturday, October 19th, it's over. And hopefully we have scores and highlights and pictures for you to, to look at. But they're playing 20 games 
on October 19th. That's Saturday, starting at 10 a.m. Uh, they're playing two games at a time. They're going to have two, ma two uh, 10 matches, and they're doing pool play. Uh, the schedule is up on West Virginia overtime, who's playing, what's who's starting it off, and then what the next game is, and the next game is, and the next game, and all of that. So I am sure that if you are listening to this at 11 a.m. on October 19th on Saturday, you can get down there by 2 and still see a bunch of games. So um, if you're in the area and can make it down there, then the Cardinal Conference Volleyball Tournament's going on and go down there and support the girls. Um, let's talk Marshall. That was a heck of a game. Um, you know, Marshall is four and three. They're two and one in their conference. They were going down and, and taking on Lane Kiffin's uh, Florida Atlantic and down there in Boca Raton, um, Florida. And just, I was worried about this game. I, I wasn't sure how they were going to go. It was a little bit of a crazy kind of game. Uh, watching it, uh, but Marshall, I'll give them credit. That was a huge road win. Huge. Um, it was almost like Doc Holliday said, it is gut check time, and you guys got to step up. You've got to start playing. And they they did it. Um, you know, Isaiah Green, he was 15 for 24 for 206 yards two uh touchdowns he did have an interception but he looked like he was more comfortable more in control of what was going on uh brendan knox heck of a player um had 23 carries for 220 rushing yards and two tds one of which was the game winner it was a 17 yard touchdown with 36 seconds left on the clock so if you guys are watching ESPN tomorrow, you're going to see the highlight of that. Um, but Stephen Gilmore, he sealed it. Um, FAU was coming down, and he intercepted it. It was the first interception for the Herd in the last five games. They Their, their defense hasn't been getting any interceptions and, and really hasn't been covering all that well. But Stephen Gilmore, he, he sealed it for, for Marshall kind of right at the time that Marshall needed it, you know. So they won 36-31 to 31 against FAU. Now the question that I want to ask, the question that I want you guys to talk to me about is does Coach Holiday need to speed up the offense a little bit? At times, they look kind of slow. They, I know that they're deliberate, and they try to be very consistent. But at points, I, I really wanted them, hey, speed up the offense. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, they've got a big game next week. Next week is homecoming. Hurd is playing WKU, uh, Western Kentucky, 
on October 26th at 2.30. And so if any of you are in the area and you're Herd fans, then you need to get to the game because it's homecoming. But that was a big game. Big, big game. And if so, if you guys can find that on YouTube or Twitch or or one of the streaming sites, I encourage you guys to, to watch that. Um, it was a very good game. Now, I know some of you have gave up on the Mountaineers. I know some of you have kind of wrote this season off. Um, I encourage you not to do that. I am not a WVU fan. Um, anybody who knows me will tell you, uh, as I grew up when I was little, I did not like Don Nealon. Um, actually, when I was little, little, Bobby Bowden was was coaching. I think he was the coach when I was born. But anyway, Don Nealon was basically the coach as I was growing up. I did not like his system. I felt like he thought a pass play uh, was a trick play, so we didn't want to run them. Uh, it seemed like we ran the Michigan offense that he learned under Bo Schoenbeckler, where we just kind of pounded the ball, and I liked to throw it. So um, I just grew up not really caring a whole lot about WVU, and I know that's sacrilegious like here in this state. But I like Neil Brown. I think Coach Brown um, has a very good outlook on how to create a system, how to create a team. He is creating a family up there. He is showing those players what it's about and building character, wanting them to be role models. He is training up good young men to put out in the world and he knows that it's more than just football and I really like that and so I don't want to jump on the bandwagon yet but I I liked Neil Brown at Troy and I am liking him even more at WVU. I know WVU is three and three and they are taking on number five Oklahoma who is six and zero. Oh, and for those of you who are, are wondering they play at noon they're going to be on Fox tomorrow. Um, Vegas and all the lines makers are giving WVU 32 and a half points when I checked it earlier today. They are saying basically that Oklahoma is just going to blow WVU out. Um, and I'm, you know, when you look at it on paper, WVU doesn't have a lot of depth. Um, you know, they've got injuries going on on both sides of the ball and then when you look at WVU schedule basically they have well they either have played or are going to play basically the four best teams right here in a row um, so they've got a hard schedule they've got injuries they don't have any depth there's you know this quarterback problem going on and everybody is writing WBU off and thinking that they have no chance and I, I don't know I, I'm, I'm not picking them for an upset don't go oh I'm not listening to 
to West Virginia overtime ever again because this girl's crazy. No, no, I'm not picking them for an upset. But I am, they're not They're not going to lose by more than 32 points. They're, they're not. Um, I think they keep it close. I think that they keep it close at least until halftime. I I don't think that they lose by 32 points. If, if I'm betting on this game, I am taking WVU in the points. Um, I think that Oklahoma's quarterback, Jalen Hurts, he's got to cut back on his mistakes. He's been looking good, but it's like he gets unfocused there for a couple minutes and he just has a mistake. The question for this game and what my pick is depending on is the quarterback situation. I want to see Trey Lowe play. I have heard a lot about him. He's a redshirt freshman. I know that people aren't really expecting him to play. But I say if Trey Lowe plays, he does well. And WVU keeps it close. They do not lose by 32 points. Now, I I told you guys earlier, I believe it was in the very first podcast when I was introducing Western Virginia Overtime, um, I don't pick games. I'm, I, I feel like picking scores is just pulling something out of the air. I, I really don't know. But I can usually pick who's going to win, who's, who's, who's not. You know, Oklahoma's going to win this game. But I really, if I'm betting on this game, I'm taking WVU with the points. Now, I'm going to throw a little bonus in here. Um, I think a game you need to watch, well, a game you need to DVR, because I know you're going to be watching the WVU-Oklahoma game because you're wanting to have WVU lose by over 32 points, and you want to be able to write in tomorrow evening and say, you don't know what you're talking about. You're a girl, and you don't know your football. Well, hey, if WVU gets blown out by over 32 points, then feel free to write me and tell me I don't know anything about football. But I'm telling you, you need to DVR the Florida-South Carolina game. I think that's going to be a really good game. Uh, Florida's number nine. They're six and one. Um, South Carolina's three and three. And this does not look like a good game. But it's at noon. It's on ESPN. You know, if WVU is going to commercial, flip it over there on ESPN because they've got Florida on upset alert. South Carolina just upset Georgia. Last week, uh, they beat Georgia, I believe it was 20 to 17 in double overtime. And Florida just lost to LSU, and they did not look good doing it. Um, LSU beat them 42 to 28, and Florida did not really look good. Last year when these two teams played, it was really close, and Florida won that game, but it was in Gainesville. Um, they won 35-31, to 31, and it was extremely close. And so, this game has the tendency 
to possibly be a good game. So like I said, if you want to check in on this game, if, if WVU is going to commercial, flip it over on ESPN and see what Florida and South Carolina are doing. If you're betting this game, um, Florida is a five-point favorite, uh, and the over-under on this is 47. So, I I would take the under. I I don't think they're they're going. Both teams are going to score over 47 points. I really don't. Um, I think that Kyle Trask is the key for Florida. He is the quarterback. He stayed down there through thick and thin, and he really likes Dan Mullins. Dan Mullins is 16-4. and four. This is his second season. Florida wants him to win. So he's got a lot of pressure on him. Philippe Franks, the starting quarterback for Florida, he got hurt. They've had to now go with Cal Trask. They lost last week to LSU. So what's going to happen? Now, if I'm betting, I'm taking the under, and I'm taking Florida with the points. But I think this this is going to be a very close game, and I think that you guys really want to watch this. That this is an upset alert game, and it's going to be a really good game. Now, let me tell you, tweet us. We're at Overtime WV. If you don't agree with this, you don't agree with the Florida pick. You don't agree with the WVU pick. You don't like something I said about the high school. Tweet me. You uh, don't like something and you don't like Twitter. Fine. Get on Facebook. Get on Facebook. Our page is WV at Overtime, or excuse me, WV Overtime. Get on Facebook. We've got every one of those high school games listed. Make a comment. Let's talk. Uh, you want to talk the Marshall game? You want to you want to tell me about the Marshall game? Hey, that's fine. Let's talk. Want to send me a message about the WVU game? Tell me I don't know anything about football. Then send me a message. You want to tell it to me and make me play it? Hey, that's cool. Go to Anchor, subscribe to our podcast. It is WV Overtime. When you go to Anchor, there is a button there that says voice message. Hit it, record a message, I'll play it. I'll play what you said, and then I'll respond to you. Because, guys, I'm telling you, I'm right. I'm right. So, uh, you you want to get a hold of us or follow us on Instagram, we, again, are at WV Overtime. You can get a hold of us. This uh, podcast is already up on Spotify. It should be up on Apple, uh, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, all of those, some time next week i got an email on from apple we had to switch our uh cover art because they said it was too busy and that it had too much on it so we've made it kind of plain i'm going to work on that this week hopefully and get something designed up but you guys like and share our pages and hit us up and talk to us about this stuff but um i'm it is 3.06 in the morning, and I'm going to sign off. This is Sam with WV Overtime, and I'll be talking to y'all soon.